Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information. Today is Tuesday, December 8th. It is the 40th anniversary of the assassination of John Lennon. I remember watching the New England Patriots lose to the Miami Dolphins on Monday Night Football and hearing Howard Cassell announce the sudden and tragic death of the Beatles star. That was December 8th. 1980. Today is Tuesday, December 8th, 2020. This is your morning buzzcast. Good morning. I'm Abe Matcor. Woke up this morning, my phone blowing up from my friends in Seattle, marveling about the Sounders win last night, coming back from a 2-0 deficit in the last 20 minutes. The Sounders go on to the MLS Cup. Here's some other news you need to know today. Some signs of life and some signs of hope with the NHL and NHLPA. Reports out of Canada late last night have that the league and the players agreed that the economics of the six-year collective bargaining agreement negotiated last summer would remain unchanged. They will not review them. They will not renegotiate them. Of course, we all know the NHLPA has balked at the league's request to consider deferring more money or changing the escrow system to help teams survive the financial damage of the last year but apparently both sides said that there was no deal to be done so let's move on now they'll negotiate protocols for the 2021 season they are targeting dates mid-january to early february but the main news here according to two reports in canada is that the economic framework of the newly negotiated cba will not be changed so keep your eye on whether more progress comes out of the NHL NHLPA talks. Big news out of Bristol last night reported by our John Aran in his SBJ Media newsletter. ESPN's executive VP of programming and scheduling, Burke Magnus, gets more responsibility as ESPN has moved its original content and films group that runs the 30 for 30 franchise and other original content pieces under Magnus. Remember, that group had reported into Connor Shell, who was leaving ESPN at the end of the year. John Aran notes that the move is significant and it shows how ESPN can approach upcoming rights negotiations with a single group overseeing its rights acquisition business and original content and films group so they can go to properties and talk about original content ideas while they're negotiating for rights deals. So it could be a very, very powerful punch there. Meanwhile, in other big news, Burke Magnus did tell John Aran that he is not at all in the mix for the top job at the ACC. Magnus said he is staying at ESPN and has not even interviewed for the position as the commissioner at the ACC. Of course, Magnus his name had been linked to that job previously, but Magnus said, quote, it's not accurate. I have one of the great jobs in all of sports and I work for one of the great corporations in the world. I'm completely happy doing what I'm doing currently, end quote. Let's shift to some news that our Terry Lefton broke yesterday. Fanatics is only getting bigger. It will close today on a deal to purchase Wincraft, which is the industry's largest hard goods licensee. 
So what is Wincraft? Well, Wincraft is a hundred million dollar hard goods and promotional product business. It has a history dating back to 60 years or so. Very well regarded, very well respected, and hard goods like clocks. It also does banners and bumper stickers and towels and signs, all sports related items. And this is an area that Fanatics was not in. So Fanatics extends its broad purview, gets a hard goods company, gets a hard goods licensee, a very well respected one. The deal is expected to close today. It is reported that no layoffs are planned. Wincraft President and CEO John Killen, who has been in the business a long time, will be heading up the new hard goods division across the Fanatics portfolio. Terms of the deal were not disclosed, but this does fall under the Fanatics brand's division. It gets Fanatics into a new area of the sports marketplace, and it also just adds more value to Fanatics a company that was already valued with a $6 billion valuation recently. I don't know about you, but when I look at college basketball, I just feel it's in a very fragile state. It just seems so day-to-day. So many college basketball programs are on pause or on hiatus because of the coronavirus. It is just really difficult to see the path ahead, but they'll keep trying. The latest institution being impacted, UConn. The UConn men's basketball team has suspended team activities for a second time following another positive coronavirus test in the program. Program. Now remember, for UConn, they were set to play Friday against St. John's, which was to have been its first Big East game for the Huskies since returning to the Big East, remember, after seven years in the American Athletic Conference. So the Big East was excited to have UConn begin play. That is going to get postponed. But again, UConn's not alone. It just seems college basketball. We just have to take it day by day. This will be a topic we will discuss in our Intercollegiate Athletic Forum. It begins today with sessions with NCAA President Mark Emmerich and Pac-12 Commissioner Larry Scott. We have a three full days of content, great speakers, major conference commissioners, major athletic directors. This will set the agenda on college sports. So if you're interested, you can still register. Go to our website and register for the Intercollegiate Athletic Forum over the next three days. And finally, Twitter released its year in review. The most tweeted about sports teams and athletes and other elements are Mark J. Burns broke it down. Teams. Which team was the most discussed team on the platform? Well, how about the Los Angeles Lakers? Second, Man U. FC Barcelona, Los Angeles Dodgers, and Real Madrid. We talk on the Buzzcast about why people are interested in global soccer as an investment. Well, eight of the top ten teams on Twitter's list were soccer clubs. Meanwhile, the late Kobe Bryant was the most tweeted about male athlete. After him, LeBron James, Neymar, Lionel Messi, and Diego Maradona rounded out the top five. On the women's side, Naomi Osaka was the number one tweeted about female athlete. Serena Williams and Megan Rapinoe came in at number two and number three, respectively. So again, hope you can join us for our Intercollegiate Athletics Forum. That is your morning buzzcast on Tuesday, December 8th. I'm Abe Madcore. Hope everybody stays healthy, stays good to each other. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. 
With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information.